0: Maike Ziegler is an artist, multimedia designer, and creator of extraordinary experiences. As the mastermind and creative alchemist behind the Creatuals Lab, founded in 2009, her aim is to invite people out of their patterns of expectations, create unique spaces, and offer impactful moments that invite reflection. Working out of her studios in Amsterdam and Berlin, Micah has devised over 120 Creatual events and products for commercial enterprises, nonprofit and cultural organizations, and private clients. The purposes of these creatuals have ranged from honouring births and deaths, to celebrating openings and saluting closings, and from stimulating engagement to easing transformation processes. Using everyday ingredients such as soap, chalk, vegetables, clay, and even butterflies and participants' heartbeats, MICA's work invites people to find new meaning in the world around them. Hi, this is Rose Merrill from the Berlin School. I'm here with Maike Ziegler. She is a creative alchemist. We're in her beautiful studio in Berlin to find out more about her creatuals. And I'm going to start off by asking her, what is a creatual?
1: A creatual is a recipe created for a moment in which we usually Do rituals, like a marriage, a concept for openings, beginnings, transformations, change, and closings. This is something we have in our life everywhere. Companies also have moments of change, of transformation. And I started doing this a long time ago. And at some point, I thought it needs a name. And I thought, this is beautiful. Creative rituals, tools.
0: You come from an artistic background as well as from a, an advertising media, graphic design background, correct? Yes. So how did you identify this synthesis? How did you figure out that there's a need for these experiences or events in the larger world outside of the personal realm you mentioned of weddings and, and births? Well, first of all, I...
1: In the commercial world where I used to work, and in, in London, in, in, in New York, I understood that there was something missing. Uh, working in these very corporate environments, I always had the feeling it's about targets, about money, it's about making the best identity or uh, brand and, and, and a lot of competition. And at some point I thought, something very important is missing and that's uh, meaning and that's actually reflection and understanding where we really are going and it just popped up in my mind more and more creating openings or events or special moments uh, first in my own teams and environments It, it started also in my own family and at some point i thought this works this is very interesting if you can design a recipe for a good identity you can also design a recipe for
0: a good event or a a beautiful experience. And that's how it started. Can you tell us what Creatuals look like? Give us an example of of one. Unilever,
1: they, not so long ago, had a... wanted to launch the purpose. This was the Unilever at Benelux, and they worked with a company to try to search for their their purpose. A lot of multinationals are searching for what's next. What are we really about? And they asked me to launch this purpose. So, what I proposed to them was Unilever is created from, started with margarine and with um, soap. So, I thought, let's work with soap. Let's give them all a piece of soap. These were like 70 marketing managers. And I asked them to scratch their own purpose, their own intention into the soap. And all these pieces of cake or soap were brought into one big uh, pan and they melted. And we had a big mold on a table and we poured in the soap with all the scratched intentions from all the people to a big block, a white canvas of soap. And so when it gets cold, it immediately becomes hard. And we cut it into blocks. And we actually gave people a piece of soap to wash their hands and to wrap it nicely, to take it home, and to share in teams what they had been writing into the soap. Um, And this was a very successful way of bringing the people together, bringing the people to talk and to open up to each other and to share this purpose. And hierarchy often
0: falls away because everyone's equal in this process. I have a question for you about participation because you you mentioned it in one of the writings in your in your book that you release, that um, you understand that people don't always want to be involved, and there's a, of course a respect for that. So, do you, have you developed a tactic to work with people's resistance to try and bring them in without it feeling a horrible corporate obligation or just yeah without twisting their arm in an unpleasant way? How do you yeah how do you handle those situations? It's interesting, often people want
1: to be part of it because the others also collaborate, but there's always people that don't want to participate and they stay in the back. And in that case, we never, or I never, really um, force anyone. And you you don't have to participate, you can look and see what the others are doing. I have an example, I worked with a whole group of police chefs, and they were all um, going through this process together and two of them absolutely didn't want to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, but they stayed the whole day and they had also meetings together and in between the meetings we did the Creature process. And then there was the wow moment where a Creature always has a twist. You think it's going this way, but at some point it twists and then it becomes gets a whole new con- um, uh, signification And that's the moment people feel like wow this is this is beautiful or this is different than i expected Uh, i want to take people out of their comfort zone i want to stretch their minds i try to break their patterns and in this case the policemen had to with clay they had taken one line from their fingerprint Uh, it's a used cliche so all those policemen were claying largely one fingerprint line And in the end of the day, they laid the lines all together into a collective fingerprint. Two didn't want to participate at all, but they felt at the end a little bit left out, but it was their own decision. But they did feel part of it because in the end they sort of said, can we sort of bring in our vision or our story? And they didn't have an object to lay down, but they could participate still in their way. So I don't have tactics, I don't force, I just do my thing and it feels like more and more people are like, this can be very fun. I don't let people stand on their heads or do something stupid, never. I don't ask people to come to a podium or a stage and, and, and act with others. And this is absolutely not. It's always quite modest. And what you do is something, you write something, you don't even have to share it with others. It's, a, it's small interaction with yourself but later when it all comes together in one story it brings food for thought it brings people people go home and say this was very beautiful this this was touching or this was emotional or it was a great concept nothing else (laughs) (laughs) or i still don't like these kind of things it's fine too a creature has to be round it has to make sense It, it has a story it comes from somewhere and it's goes somewhere, but it's it transforms within itself. It's not a linear story. Uh, we we tend in this world to think very linear where are we go and where we're we coming from. A creature is a reflection with yourself. And I teach this also, and I teach people to see in objects or in daily things they do, to to look in a different way, to give it a new meaning, to, to play with it, to to try to reflect with it and there's so many answers, there's so much to discover in things we don't see anymore today.
0: So you did a project with some participants at the Berlin School, could you tell me about that?
1: Yes, I first of
0: all gave a lecture at some point
1: and then they were very interested to hear more and to actually learn about it. And then they asked me to give my workshop, which is create your own creatual, design your own creatual. And I have developed a method uh, in which I bring 12 to 20 people at the same time, live (laughs) in groups through a method. First, where they, in groups, decide where the creature should be about, or what issue they want to tackle, or what story, and then it's through questionnaire, through objects that you choose. I bring them into the world of imagination, into the world of all possibilities, and I push them into the deep, and then I teach them how to swim to the other side, And if they can get out, they are so happy because they, they can do it. And most people can actually design a creature of their own. And it's not that I want to give this away, but I would like people to understand that if they know the steps, they can actually do this in their own lives. And they can understand much better how to... Climb over the wall, or climb over this uh, the problem, in, you know, in a creative way, and and that's what I think the power of creatives is about. That you can find solutions by doing it. They came up. I mean, seven groups, and they came up with very interesting solutions and creatures, and somewhere more round than the others. And sometimes I have to push them a little bit here and there. And they discover. What this is about, and that's most important. And it was great fun to work with them.
0: I'm curious what you mean by throw them into the deep, so we don't scare anyone <laughs> who might see your name on their curriculum in the future. What kind of uh, well We diversion. all know that if we want
1: to learn something, we have to swim, right? We have to to dive a bit. No, it's not scary at all. It's just a super challenge, and it's if people know my work, they feel like, oh, how can I do such thing? And that's what I mean. It's not easy, but there's the moment they get into this twist and understand the twist. One example, it wasn't a group from the Berlin School, but in another uh, training I did three women. They had a group and they all figured in this exercise where you search for what is this is a creature going to be about? They all had problems saying no. Their lives were so full, they couldn't say no, all three of them. And they said, this is what we're going to design a creative about. How to learn to say no? What what is this? And in the process, what they went through at the end, they had their their concept and their title and everything ready to present to the others, because that's what you do at the end of the workshop. And they had designed this beautiful necklace with the word no. Beautifully, you know, you know these necklaces where you have a a name were. Yeah. So they had no and they were walking around presenting <laughs> this necklace with no and they said and then if we go to the toilet and we look into the mirror it says on. So if I say no
0: I go on. <laughs> Just oh, the twist of turning twist. It around. Very nice, very and interesting. How, and so how do you call that awareness out of people? That How do you enable them to identify the twist. I'm quite curious what is the, the IP of your concept? What what part do you not want to give away? It's not very easy to come up with the, the very good
1: ones, but for sure there's people out there that can do it. And uh, I'm working together with a business partner now with Ivan Gabor, and we're already two years together, and with him we're really trying to define what is the business model and what, what is creatures and where. What do we share and what do we sort of close off? I like to teach people a little bit what this is about and how they can get there. I call it the creative Zone. It's an idea of bringing people into this zone that you get the feeling of possibilities and how this could work. And we are designing all kinds of packages and online experiences and creative solutions or recipes that people can tap into that can they can buy or they can uh, subscribe to to be in the zone and to learn more about it so this is what we're working on Mm -hmm. after one creative workshop of three hours you're not a creative designer this doesn't doesn't work that way but it sort of gives you the feeling of how creative you actually are I believe everyone is creative it just needs a few steps of understanding and that's what I mean with throwing in the deep it's a bit scary to go there in this zone mm-hmm. but it's super cool because it's it's different and it's you talk in symbols you look at something that you know exactly what it is and after this moment of being in this zone you actually see many different significance for this thing so it's about teaching people to look and to look again, to listen, to listen again. I feel that we live in a world where we are so bombarded by media and by how we should think and see things. And social media is, is we have no idea how manipulated we are. It's, it's, I just would like to stretch minds. Mm. And that's what our business is about now. And what I'm setting up with Ivan. it's we're stretching minds. We are holding the mirror in front of you and saying, what is your responsibility in this whole thing you can and and we tend to always look outside at our leaders or our gurus or whoever is out there telling you what to believe with creatures the teachings or the the zone i hope people get a new understanding better understanding And even and i really about building a society where people are more Happy and more, uh, less fear and more confident and much more connected with one another. That is really our our aim with this work. Someone challenged me to say, What would you do for the unification of Germany? This was three years ago. And I came up with an idea to take the concrete, the earth, the the stone that we build walls with, the wall. We all know the wall of Berlin. And to turn this same material into connection. So to bring two people together, east-west Berliners or any strangers, and to ask them to talk to each other and to find common ground. What is it that we have in common? It takes one or two minutes for two strangers to figure, hey, I have the same, or I feel the same, or. What about that? And they start into a conversation. And then at the point they find that is their common ground. We give them a ball of clay, soft clay, and they give each other the hand. And in the hand, this clay in the two hands, in the void, takes shape. So it becomes a sculpture between two people. And letting it loose, that's a hand shape. Sometimes it's even a whole handprint in there. We did this about 11,000 times between 22,000 people in five months, a year ago (laughs) for the celebration of 30 years fall of the Berlin Wall and we built a monument to human connection, a wall of unification from these
0: blocks. I wanted to reference something that you wrote in your new book, and it explains the whole process and shows how the handshapes themselves were installed at the Berlin Wall Memorial in a sculptural installation. And what I wanted to refer to from here is there's a wonderful message at the ending. We believe that the very serious issues in contemporary society are far beyond human imagination. Just as in centuries gone by, the 21st century brings extreme challenges to individuals and communities across the world. Our main concern is not the nature of the enormous problems themselves, but rather the fact that existing methods of problem solving are not sufficient for the problems of today. I actually feel quite moved reading it out, and I think it ties in very well with what you're talking about, this need for new ways of A, problem solving, and B, Working together, creating together, communicating, connecting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> See, this is what a creature should do. It should touch. We are taught to learn, to learn, to learn, to become academics, to become, to read every interesting book. And I sometimes invite people to delearn, Because in the basics of life, there's so much beauty and so much answers to questions it's not all written in books and it's not all the scientists don't know it either today because we tend to predict the future but look at what's happening to us we have no idea where this is going we cannot predict we can make calculations we can look at stats and and, and, and charts and but and that's the beauty i think of life that's why i like to work with very pure ingredients with a pearl necklace with a piece of soap with Yeah, the story of this woman who came to me complete in tears. And her wonderful boy, 33 years old, she has two sons. He died in a motorbike accident in London two years ago. And she asked me to design a creature because she could not see anything positive anymore in her life. His, His son was gone. He had two wonderful kids, two young daughters. And I came back to her and I said, the motorbike, where is it? She said, at the police station. I said, take the two tires from the motorbike. And at the funeral, you show these two tires and you tell everyone the story of Malik, of your son. The story of his life, the circle of his life, the journey. And you ask people to write a small note of strength and hang all the notes on two long chains that are lying on the coffin. And then when you're done with your story, you take a piece of chalk, you and your other son, and you draw the line on the tire, the line where his life stopped, where the wheels stopped turning. And you take the two chains and you turn them around the tires and you hang these tires in the garden of the mother with the two kids and the kids will swing on in life on these tires because the tire that killed their father will be the swing for them to go on in life for the future. And that she did and the kids are still swinging and that is something that gives goosebumps and this is what it is about. (laughs) Only goosebumps can bring us into a different future, I believe. Um, But the plan is to go out into the world and to really reach far. Uh, Yvonne and I are really looking how to bring this magic or this imagination or thinking and to make people more positive and more strong and believe in themselves and in their communities and wanting the best for not just yourself, but for
0: each other. The pandemic of course forced you to work digitally, at least for the time being. Yes. And um, I did a digital workshop with you one of the very first. and I have to say, for me, the emotional experience came through the screen, um, the connection with my colleagues, the feeling of being guided, carried by you through this mind-bending experience. So how has it been since then for you you've done you've continued with digital format? I'm curious about how it's been.
1: Well, it's it, very interesting because that was the first um, online creative experience that I, I I did with with you. And um, I've done it now quite a lot. I, I didn't believe it could work because I need to see people in the eyes. I need to see the emotion. I, I mean, and I, I'm very good at, at deciding certain things in the moment. But I always thought it was because of the error that moves between us and, and, and the space. But it worked on the screen and it's still working. And I'm des- designing more experiences online now for specific questions and specific um, target groups. So I'm less skeptical about it. I think it's actually very interesting wh- where we're going, but both will be important to, to keep doing. I'm, I'm definitely now working for Brazil for NGOs, um, rainforest, uh, soy and meat problems. And um, as a Christmas gift, I invite them into the creative Zone to have this experience and to, it's also transformational. Like, where are we going from here? And that's the big question for everyone now. Where where do we go from here? So uh, I'm busier than ever. (laughs) People want for understanding where they are at for the transformation they have to go through yeah what's next uh, and there's a lot of fear uh, and especially now in the corona time how do you announce to fire so many people how do you do this how painful is that this is an, a. an Perfect occasion for a ritual, And I, I just would love the people in, in my surroundings and around them and around them to start designing more of their own rituals and to to break with the patterns where we come from. We live in a multicultural society. Everyone brings their rituals and it's time to create new rituals.
0: I wish we could keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a ritual. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. To learn more about Micah and her partner, Yvonne Gabor, and to see photos and films of several creatuals, visit creatuals.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-U-A-L-S.com. To learn more about the Berlin School's Executive MBA in Creative Leadership, go to berlin-school.com. And be sure to check out our social channels for the most up-to-date interviews, articles, and news from our community. This has been Rose Merrill from the Berlin School.